cliffcentral.com Are you ready to catch the vibe? Catch the 20-something vibe? Yes, what's good? The name is Nelvan. Well, actually, let me just say, I am the handsome, dashing Nelvan Given. And uh, she is uh, Team Free the Nipples, uh, a.k.a. A.k.a. Oh, wait, wait. A.k.a. Uh, did I say Team Free the Nipples? Yeah. Do I got you? Where are you? Let's see. I'm here. I'm here. Am yeah? I here? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. So this is 20-something cliffcentral.com. Uh, we're hanging out this week with uh, founder of, I forgot to ask how you pronounce the name of your company. That would have been a good thing to do while the, during the introductions, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Londi, do you know? Actually, I also forgot. You you forgot? Yeah. It looks like Tools Tools Wiz. Tools Wiz. Why? There you go. Okay. All right. I got it. I got it. All right. Cool. Uh, we're hanging out with the founder of Tulsa Wise, uh, Nozuko Maeza, as well as the director of one of my favorite movies right now. Uh, why is it my favorite? Because it's local and also it's got some insanely incredible scenes. Uh, director of Love by Chance, Samid Davis. Samad. Samad. Yes. yes. There you go. Thank Com- you. Thank you. Thank conversation you. Conversation is flowing. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So, uh, the no, if you, you might have heard the No Borders guys inciting violence. Uh, inciting anger in the females, boiling something. But we're going to take a whole different perspective on this conversation that's going on right now. That's got the the, the country heated, especially females. Uh, Samad was actually asking, "Men are trash." There's a hashtag like that going on. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. So we're, we're going to put him on. Yeah. Yeah. Put him on into Please into do. the conversation. Please do because I'm still trying to recover from from yeah <laughs> from what you heard. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. So I, I want us to, to start this, this discussion by looking at beauty. Uh, actually, one of the character, the lead female in uh, Love by Chance, directed by Samad, uh, Altavis Lawrence, who pay, plays Bailey Kingston. Cool. Uh, she struggles with uh, her beauty and herself, uh, more so her hair. And uh, we've seen in recent weeks, uh, you know, the bleaching conversation has come back into conversation. So I want to discuss specifically black women because I can't speak for other races. I don't know you. I never been you. So I'm going to talk about us. Uh, there's a struggle with women, with females in terms of your beauty. And that starts with the self love and how the rest of the world sort of or the ex- external factors would impact you and how you live, right? So let's talk about beauty. Mm. Beauty. Yeah. Uh, what is beauty? What indeed? Um, oof, that that I was not I was not even because it seems there's there's a lot of uh, lack in in, in self belief in females. Mm, mm, so then you look mm. for what you don't have somewhere else. Um, and I want to talk about women as, as standalones because that's what you are. You are right. phenomenal beings, right. and they shouldn't look for approval from. Anywhere else mm. I always say There's two powerful The two most powerful things on earth Are women and water Ah oh. There you go Women are powerful Yeah Very mm. powerful Very mighty Very mighty I'm a father of a I have three kids Yeah I have one daughter That's my middle child And I think it's extremely important To start while they're young To build their self-esteem mm-hmm. That's the job of a father mm. A father should give the confidence, instill the confidence into his daughter, instill the, uh, let her know that she's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Consistently. Yeah. Let her know it's going okay, to be okay. Not everyone's going to like you when you grow up. Yeah. Not everyone's going to say you're pretty, but just know that you are. You know, you are beautiful. You are worth something. So these are the things I instill in my daughter as a, Listen to me say my daughter. I'm trying to I'm trying to turn down my New York accent because you wouldn't hear the T if I say daughter. daughter. I just say daughter. But uh I, I, it's it's very important. And I think whether you're a father or a father figure to someone else's daughter or to your niece or to your little cousins, it's very important for men who have their head on straight, okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To instill confidence into our women, into our young girls because that's where it starts. Mm. And uh, if you don't, then what you have is you have situations where men can come along and, and, and instill any kind of uh, uh, self-esteem, mm. their version of that, mm. while a woman's already grown. And she doesn't really know how to deal with that because she's never been told she's beautiful. She's never been told certain things. And, and some guys are not honest 
and they and they prey on women who are a bit insecure and they use that if you talk about uh i heard the the previous conversation uh where they were talking about you don't allow men to beat on you which is which is 100 percent true but mm. unfortunately we go back to that self-esteem thing that we talked about mm. and and if a woman has no self-esteem and a man uh uh is a predator to, predator towards that then they just constantly can manipulate abuse then say i'm sorry it's not going to happen yeah. again mm. and then in her mind i don't want to lose the one person who's t- who, who I, I love have, the most, who, yeah, who, yeah. Who, I mean, I get another one, yeah. And this guy's getting away with all kinds of nonsense because he's mentally, not only physically abusing her, he's mentally abusing her. Oh. Mm. So I go back to where I started. We have to support, nurture, and and, and mentally stimulate and uplift the young girls. Hmm. We have to. It's very important. Mm. Whether your father, father figure, uncle, cousin, brother, whomever that is. That's just me as a as a father. So it's disgusting to me when I hear women being sexually harassed. It's disgusting to me when I see men trying to use women, victimize women, whether it's be in the workplace or looking mm. at them as sexual objects. Because I think of my daughter. Mm. Uh, talk mm. talk to us a bit about uh, your lead characters in, in Love by Chance. Uh, Chance Crawford mm-hmm. and uh, Bailey Kingston. T- uh, talk to me about them being a- as a pair and more so Bailey as an individual. Mm. Well, okay. So they're both from South Africa. Love by Chance is a movie that's in cinemas right now. Please go see it tonight, tomorrow, Sunday. Go see uh, it. Go see it. It's very good. It's good for the industry as a whole. Hollywood would never come to Africa or South Africa and say, hey, we want to pick two actors to be the leads in an American movie. They'll cast Americans to mm. be South African. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a big step for the industry as a whole. Um, uh, Bailey Kingston's beautiful woman, beautiful, beautiful character. Actors are very vulnerable, very insecure beings because they, they have to play so many. They have to... Embody so many facets, yeah, yeah. And sometimes they lose themselves in that process. So she plays a character who's trying to fit into what is beauty in America, mm. okay? And that's the different hairstyles, the different uh, uh, w- w- wigs and weaves are uh, 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 undercurrent in in the film. As she uses those things to try to fit in, or when she's going on an audition, she thinks that's what. They want to see, yeah. And that's not always the case, but that's what she believes. So she struggles with that in the film. And her mother is always telling her, you know, be yourself and, you know, be beautiful. Be who you are. It's okay. And she's trying to navigate hair politics, as she calls it. And then Trans Crawford, he likes her the way she is. He thinks she's just beautiful with her natural hair. You see, so that's just, you know, that's not what the film is about, but... Some of what that's, you see. That's a, a nuance within it, you know, one of the dilemmas of our character. I yeah. think it's very important, uh, I like that you touched on it, that we teach young girls, uh, but also not leaving out young men as well. Uh, actually, yes. Or all ages. That's but very true. More essentially, young girls, that your body is yours. Exactly. And as soon as someone comes into your space and does something that doesn't sit well with you, you should know, cut them out. Absolutely. And they're not allowed to do that. Absolutely. And I, it's funny. Am I talking too much? Because you no. haven't said anything. No, no, no. <laughs> I hope we're not dominating this conversation. No, 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 You're right. Cool. You know, yeah. there is one I of would. the reasons why, personally, I'm quiet is because I'm, I'm trying to understand the male perspective of the whole conversation. We will get our We'll chance. get to that. Yeah. So I, I have two boys, right? So I teach them, honestly. If, if my youngest son will hold a door for any woman, wow. any elder, just naturally... That, you know, these are the things I instill in them, in them because I want them to be gentlemen to someone else's daughter when they grow up. Mm. So mm. it starts with the boys as well. Yeah. I started with the girls because mentally we have to prepare them for the evil world that's out there. Mm-hmm. And they have to have a foundation and be strong because it's mental. The fight is mental. Mm. So it's energy as well. You may have guys who I call hyenas. You know what a hyena is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If she's moving, if she has a pulse, they're going yeah. after her. Okay? They're waiting to pop. No matter where they are. Yeah. Oh, there goes two right there. Like, pop. On it. Yeah. Right? Now, a hyena can go and do that all day. And he comes across the right woman. Right? Who's 
mm. has her stuff together, mentally strong. Mm. Her energy can defeat his spirit instantly. Yeah, true. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll just run the other way. Yeah. And yeah. never bother her again. But it's the ones who they sense who are vulnerable mm. that they is, is easy prey. And that's who they go to, you know? So women are very powerful just in general. If you think about, I love nature pictures, right? Mm. So I, since a kid, I would stop and watch back in America, mm. the Serengeti. <laughs> <laughs> you know, aerial shots of a whole bunch of herds, yeah, right? Running around. Everybody's running from, all of them are running from the lioness. It's the lioness that everyone is scared of. It's the lioness that are, you know, devising plans and grabbing the food, right? Mm. So women are powerful. Mm. And then a lion comes along, he wants his lion's share. He wants his lion's share, why? He wants his lion's share because it's his job to put his life on the line, to protect the pride, because when the male cubs get big enough, they got to get out the pride, mm. and they got to go find their own pride. Mm -hmm. So they come along to try to kill the male lion mm. to take over his pride. Oh, and if so, they kill all the cubs and mm. start all over. The point is, everyone is actually scared of the, 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 the male, the female the lion. Yeah. Uh, the dominant. And just in every species, women, females are super, super powerful. And once we instill that fact in our children and our, and our young girls, mm. they grow up knowing that they're power. Mm. So it, it, it boils down to, to our fathers and our, and any other male in, 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 in our families. What, what happens then when they don't do that? When they don't, when they don't take responsibility and actually teach these things to young girls? What, what must happen? I should be open to, I mean, again, it's unfortunate. Whether it's here in Africa, whether it's in the United States, it's unfortunate that any human being that could just leave their child, you know, the little boy, the little girl, not be responsible for them, is just disgusting. It's, mm. a, waste, it's a waste of fresh air, in my opinion. Mm. Okay? Um, with that said, not everyone has a father. Mm. So be open to that brother, that uncle, that cousin, that person who's willing to be some type of balance in your kid's life, mm. especially the girls, mm. especially the girls. I mean, I, I keep saying especially the girls, the boys, you, you know, you, you have to get them right as well. But the women, we have to make sure that they're mentally prepared for, for what's to come. What, okay. what a topic for me guys I look emotional because on my way here um, I had a short meeting mm. And it was about this mm. uh, As a friend of mine that I didn't know um, mm. She was going through so much mm. And uh, she was beaten up last night oh By a husband He even went as far as pouring beer on, on her head oh In front of the children So that's why I'm like quiet for almost 10 minutes now Because I'm like I didn't know I'm gonna meet this year. It's 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 so hard. So, it is yeah. so hard to. I, I I don't know. We were talking about this earlier. Like, like being a woman on its own, it's just so hard. You know, having to wake up in the morning and leave the house and be scared that what is going to happen to me today, and now having to deal with our partners, people that we trust, our fathers, our partners, our Uncles, these these are the men that we trust in our lives, and they are the very same men who violate us mm. in any other way. It, it it's it it's so it it's closer to home. So it's it, you close. must you must you, you guys should understand that it's it's gonna be so difficult for for most of us to actually be vocal about mm. it because yes we have to be, but these things are happening at our homes. They have happened. We've seen them happening, and yeah, you sit here and you're like, what then? What mm. now? What must happen? So we were discussing beauty. Yeah. Uh, and you were refusing to take off your hat. Yes. <laughs> and I, now you've got a scarf where your hat previously was. <laughs> no, there, there's nothing wrong. I could, I, could, I could have taken my head out and just, you know, walk around with, mm -hmm. yeah, but then... Hey, beauty guys. I think if you can free the nipples, you can free the hair. Of course, of course. Right? Yeah. Um. I've just, someone just, someone just literally sent me a message and like, why aren't you wearing a bra? Why should I wear a bra? 
Uh, what you described there is such a vicious, violent act, uh, so gruesome, especially to do it. In, I think if we can save it, anybody, it should be the kids. Um, I understand that women are very angry right now, very heated about this, mm. but it's important to remember that we shouldn't leave men out of the conversation. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, it shouldn't be a, a monologue coming just mm. from from the female mm. perspective. Yeah. All of us, different ages, need to sit together and discuss like what is going on mentally with our society, uh, because if these 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 are continuing acts and they're happening every mm-hmm. time, uh-huh. and a lot more than they should. I mean, the, the, the stats are scary if Ridiculous. you go look at them. It's yeah. bad. Um, it's so really we, we should bad. really sit down and discuss and drive a way forward as uh-huh. beings uh-huh. together. I agree. Because um, if you don't, you think we've discussed this enough. Then what do we do then? What do we do? We've That's the question that I have. We've hey? discussed it so many times. So many Where times. to from here? You know, we've got organizations like Paul. We've got organizations like uh, Brothers for Life. And but have we discussed it in they? the way that you just suggested? Yeah. Have we? With but, including the male. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is that there isn't, the, the thing is, I'm, I'm raising this, these organizations. I'm, I'm putting them out there. I'm like, that initially for Brothers for Life, initially when it started, that was the whole idea to address the issues in our like within our societies what is going on mentally with our societies and it the, the hence brothers for life came to life but what happened mm. ha, ha, have they done anything uh why do we even have to have organizations like power like why <laughs> yeah it's for me uh, personally it's a situation that i just don't know how we can deal with it as a nation and i mean from um a female point of view as I've said that this is a matter that is very close to heart. Mm-hmm. You know, when you meet with a woman that is going through this, it doesn't matter what advice advice you give them. They just mm-hmm. don't want to take the first step in terms of dealing with the situation. Um, maybe the husband is the sole provider. So I can't um, report my husband, you know, what is going to happen to myself and the kids. So I just don't know how we can deal with this. So for me... Talking, I think we've done a lot of that and nothing is happening. Instead, people, they just know if I do this, this is the kind of sentence I will get. Do you get what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. So as per the solution in itself, we haven't started. I'm not going to say that our parents did bad, uh, but I think for a long time, the world is has been raising a lot of shitty human beings. It's, mm. a, it's a generational thing. Yeah. And we can't fail the coming generations. Um, you, you have a son. A son, yeah. Yes. Um, and it's just the two of you. <laughs> yes. Uh, how, what's that relationship like? Oh, my word. Okay. He gets everything he wants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When he was small, it was a very wonderful relationship. Now he's a teenager. And I also grew up from an environment where there wasn't a man per se, my dad was working in the city. So from my side, I'm also learning um, how to live with a man, so to speak, mm. you know. And uh, with him, he's got his own things. The relationship is on and off, you know. So he's an adult. I need to give him his space. Sometimes I forget he is, and I still treat him like a five-year-old. Like last night, the issue was about his hair, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what happened with the hair? <laughs> okay. In my opinion, um, uh, he's, he's not appropriate for school. Sort of like mine, so. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> All wild and, you know, so those type of things. So that's the discussion at the moment. So the relationship really, it's in many stages with him. Like now is at that stage where mom just give me my space. I'm just figuring out myself, mm. you know, and all of that without any father figure in my presence, you know. So that's that's the situation. Listen to those complexities, though. You yeah. Know, yeah. Um, yeah, having it's to very, deal with yeah. that dynamic. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is listen, a new experience for you. Yeah, listen to this one when he had to go for the circumcision. Oh, obviously. geez, that must have been a tough conversation. Yeah, taking him to the doctor, and now the doctor told me that I needed to monitor him to, you know, clean the the wound mm-hmm. and change the bondages and all of that. So how do I do that? And he was, he's not about was, you touching him. He like, mm, you're <laughs> never going to come <laughs> when I shower. <laughs> in America, that happens <laughs> two days, three days after you're born. Yeah. That happens, <laughs> like the next day or so. Mm. I think we're just starting to learn that, that practice of circumcising yeah. our, our young. On, mm. Only now. Yeah. Like, 
two days later. You're done. Literally done. Can you imagine having had to go through this experience here with your mother? I can't. <laughs> now, was it three or four days later where I needed to take him back to the doctor and uh, asking, so is everything like, I don't know. Fortunately, I had to ask um security guard in the complex to come oh. and help. Ooh. See, wow. there's, the, there's another issue right there. I think our mothers are letting us down because, well, as young men and, and as men, because you don't want to talk to us. You'd rather go drag another man to come have a, a manly conversation uh, with your son, your brother, whoever. Because I, I was under the same, I come from a family that's just females. And having had to go for circumcision, they brought in my my uncle, who's also another awkward being who couldn't really say, <laughs> this is what's going to happen, this is the procedure. So I think those conversations are missing about these particular things where you need them to understand your mindset on how to approach these issues. But but it's difficult. For instance, in 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 in, in Nozugu's situation, she even said, "I I I I," the father, her father was was never around. He was working at, like. He, she, she doesn't have that. Right. Look, what what those conversation with 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 her dad? She never had those conversations with her dad. So how does she approach the situation when she's faced with? Right. I mean, we all go through that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's why I was saying, a lot of us in our generation, or higher, or maybe a little bit below, have had to deal with. Uh, absentee father, or mm. there's different versions of that. Yeah. There's the father who may be in the house, but a recluse. Yeah. Yeah, There's the father who's around trying to support, but he's out working. There's the ones who just left, may have mm. passed on, mm. and, and, and. Mm. But we have to just, that's why I just said, let's, we understand, once you understand the problem, you understand that. If you can say, I understand, I didn't have, I didn't have my father at a critical point in my life. Mm. You understand? I got in trouble and all kinds of stuff. You know, he's made it up to me in other ways. But the point is, when I look at my, me as a parent, I got to make sure that I don't repeat certain mm, mistakes mm, and, 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 and give the kids what they need mm. to, to survive and, 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 and be productive citizens, you know, in the yeah. world. Um, so, again, I believe in mentorship. I have a, I have a, I have a ton of, I'm uncle to a lot of people's <laughs> kids. I'm serious. I'm godfather, <laughs> uncle. I mean, and, and. It may not be financial, it just may be mm. the stuff that lasts forever. It's the mental uh, nourishment. Mm. You know, little words count, words matter. Yeah. I think I'm going to add you to my list of uncles. I'm going to tell my daughter, you have an uncle in the States. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Why not? Wow. Uh, you did Love by Chance. So also work with top actor as well. Uh-huh, uh, top actors. Uh, what, what can we expect in terms of work coming out from Samad Davis? Ah, well, we, we're, we're releasing Love by Chance. Love by Chance will be rolling into the rest of Africa in the next couple of weeks, into the United Kingdom, limited wow. release, into the United States, July. Um, so... That's I'm just pushing that through. Other film projects I'm doing here naturally. Um, Top Actors is going into a new season as well, mm-hmm. season three. Um, full plate, full plate, huh. full plate of stuff that we're doing. Okay. I'm curious to know how it was working with uh, Atandwa and Altavis. Oh, excellent! So Altavis won season one of Top Actors. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I saw she came fresh out of drama school and auditioned. She almost didn't make it, make the cut. She made the cast. She mm-hmm. ultimately won the show. So I had a, a, a inside, bird's eye view of her progression and her capabilities as an actor. Okay, so that was a easy. And actually, love by chance, the 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 the, the uh, motivation was to create a platform for. You know that supported that series. Yeah, you, you understand. So Top, that there's a jump to something bigger. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And Natandawa was a guest judge on Top Actor. He he did my theater challenge. He was in one of the. He, he was the guest director in the theater challenge, and I got to work with him. And uh, he's a funny guy. So I said he we have to do like something together. Guy. He's just a funny guy. So we 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 maintained the friendship, and naturally, I would give him a call and just yeah. say, "Take mm-hmm. a look at this script, and what do you think?" Very talented. No daylight between uh, the South African actors, and including uh, uh, Nicholas Nkuna, who was mm-hmm, a finalist mm-hmm. on Top Act. Oh, yeah. yeah. Denise Zemba also was in the film, as you mm-hmm. know. There's no daylight between the South African actors and the, and, mm. the, and the actors from Hollywood. I mean, the respect is mutual respect. It's just wow. like they all came to play. They all came to work. And it's it's on screen. It's just... 
It was a fun. It was a fun film to make. Actually, it was. It didn't feel like work at all. Wow. There is a question for you. Do filmmakers have a responsibility to culture? And this person goes and says, do you feel that being a creative person requires you to give back or tell a particular story or not do something else? Well, we have a responsibility. As a filmmaker, first of all, you you are asking people to take time out of their lives. Uh You're asking people to spend their money. Right, and we owe it to them to create some form of escapism, right? Uh-huh. Whether that's happiness, sad, being scared, whatever that may be. So we we have a responsibility to entertain. We take that for granted that we're uh. I'm in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. What does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine a world without entertainment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't turn on, listen to a song that takes you someplace nice, <laughs> you couldn't turn on a TV yeah. and just escape for an hour or thirty yeah. minutes, mm-hmm. or go to the movies and, and escape for an hour and a half. You'll be stretched out. You you understand? Entertainment has power. So with that comes responsibility. And with the responsibility, yes, I agree. My my mantra is, is even in my bio, my whole thing is uh, bridging a cultural gap through the power of entertainment. Uh Bridging a cultural gap through the power of the lens. Mm -hmm. So when I make, let's look at Love by Chance, for instance. Yeah. I did not make the Americans better than the South Africans. I didn't make the South Africans better than the Americans. Yeah. I told a human story about some actors, some some two people who happen to be in America trying to make it. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the jokes are even. The each side is learning something mm-hmm. because as as in, in America we're very ignorant to Africa, extremely, mm-hmm. and that's because we only been fed the Serengeti. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. body's all nature. Yeah. HIV, oh <laughs> some kind of warlord, some kind of dictator. Yep, and just disease. That's what was been. That's what's been fed to America for decades. Oh. So we don't know it's 54 countries. We don't know South Africa is not just the southern part of Africa. It's actually a country. Yeah, it's so many, so much ignorance in it. So I wanted to subliminally address mm-hmm. certain things, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. So that. I had a cultural responsibility to, mm-hmm. I've been in Africa, I've been coming to Af- August will make 10 years. Hmm. I've been coming, I've been to 14 countries in Africa. I've done all kinds of stuff from humanitarian works to other businesses to entertainment. And I, I, I love, I love that. That exchange. That yeah. exchange. Yeah. So, and me being an African American, as they call mm-hmm. us, I did my DNA test, by the way. Okay. So okay. I'm probably more African than all of you. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, okay. all, I'm, all, I'm, I'm all over. I'm spread out. I'm Cameroonian, Congolese, Nigerian, all kinds. Nice. slavery, you know, slavery. They nice. mix this all up. Yeah. But yes, we have a cultural responsibility as a, as a, as a content. I'm a content producer. That's what I call myself. And I believe that if I have a, the power to create an idea get the idea financed produce the idea and then market the idea and put it to market that's powerful Mm. so with that I need to at least be value added Mm. beyond Mm. trying to make a buck Mm. so I hope I answered that question yeah you did you did Uh, you said you you have another engagement, so I'm gonna thank you for it, for your time. It's been so cool hanging out and having this exchange with you. Uh, really, really cool. Yes, number. please go see Love by Chance this weekend. Uh, it's very important. Again, mm. it's bigger than me. It's bigger than the film. It's bigger than who's in it. It's 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 value added for the continent mm. and what mm. it means for the entertainment industry. Okay, so go support. Stop wow. watching the Fast and the Furious. Jeez, there was so they many made enough money. They made uh, enough money. They don't need your money. They are they already started pre-production for the next two installments. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow me on Instagram, please. Oh yes, yeah. I'm at Samad Davis. That's S A M A D D A V I S. At Samad Davis. To the most African American Samad Davis, thank yes. you so much for the cultural exchange, bro. Keep thank advancing you. the culture. Thank yeah. you. Uh, while we're still talking work, let's get to this phenomenal lady who's ass kicking this male, or ed- actually all industries are male dominated. Uh, one of those other male dominated industries, logistics. Hey, I'm just listening. I didn't know I wanted, before I leave out. I want to hear. Okay, <laughs> the founder of Tools Swiss Logistics. Uh, you're doing major things. You're a movement. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer that Don't one. We're trying. No. We're trying. Mm. We're trying. What attracted where did it all begin? Uh it's something I didn't look for it. It just came, you know, when opportunity just comes, you know, at your door. That's how I describe it. Um before that I was working for a corporate, um, for one of the big banks in South Africa. But Good time to leave, eh? Well done. <laughs> you dodged the bullet, okay? <laughs> so I was like, no, mm-mm, something is missing here. Seven years later, I then left the bank to start my own business. At that time, what I had in mind was um, to um, open a, a clothing shop. You know, mm. that's what I had in mind. So in the process of putting that together, registering a business and all of that, an opportunity came in the trucking business. It was through a friend of mine. Who introduced um, this in opportunity to me, and then he offered to take me through it. By that I mean he told me what do I need to do, you know, to get into the industry, and um, how long do I need to put that together, mm. you know. So it was one of those things ju- that just came, you know, as a package, and obviously I grabbed it. And this friend of yours is a, is a man, right? Obviously. I have to mention it. (laughs) I need to look at the dynamics of this working industry and the whole male-female conversation right now. Mm. So how has been the journey? Like, how has been the shift from from banking to logistics? It's been a very rough one in terms of, you know, when you are working in a corporate. Mm. Everything is like standard. You know, you go to work at this particular time, knock off at this time. This Mm -hmm. happens at this time. Uh, working for yourself, you've got to make things happen at that time, you know. So it was really a serious transition for me, um, getting the business to, to, you know, be established mm-hmm. and get running, mm-hmm. you know, um, and competing with males, mm. you know, that are already in this for a very, very for long, a long time. time. Yeah. So it was tough. But I mean, I've met wonderful men mm-hmm. who really, really, really helped me through it. And you are, is there a movement? She leads Africa. What, what is She Leads Africa? Because okay. you're part of it. <laughs> Just take us through that okay. and explain what is it all about. I'm part of it um, by helping them on the mentorship side. Okay. Um, it's a movement. Um, I think they help young girls mm-hmm. in terms of mentorship um, across all sectors. Mm-hmm. So they identified me to come on board and assist on the logistics side. How so I. <laughs> you, you must be, you must be very big. You must, you must, no. you must, you must oh, be no. doing something right though to be recognized <laughs> by, by such a movement. I just got a mail from Sheila. You know, they just explained to me, um, we are she leads, we're doing this and that and that, would like you to come on board, would you be interested? I responded, but I first wanted to meet the person. Uh-huh. No. So we met somewhere in Santin and yeah. If um, someone came up to you, Jay, out of nowhere and said, I also want to get into logistics, like what would you say to that person? You need to learn about the industry. Um, learn um, about everything, basically mm-hmm. the truck itself, um, the routes, mm-hmm. as well as your fuel consumption. Mm-hmm. So, what what does your company do? Okay, transport goods mm-hmm. and commodities. Mm. Okay, goods are uh, be it coal, manganese, chrome, mine to mine or mine to ha- uh, harbors mm-hmm. nationally. Or it could be goods, goods yeah. like from one shopping center to the next. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That's what we do. You're working. You really are working. <laughs> and she might be getting more work. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, know after this. It, yeah, it, yeah, because uh, I was just talking to Samari and it was like, yo, man, I want to link up with uh, Nozuko because uh, oh, I do yeah. the same work. So, you know, I we do. need to link up. <laughs> so I'll give you his details and, uh, you know, the cultural exchange will continue. So man. you're going global. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of global, you were overseas recently. Uh, at a business conference, expo, I, something. Yeah, I do travel abroad yeah. for business. Of course, you do <laughs> for business conferences. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a business conference, yeah. more about um, investments, uh, business. So it's basically you meet people that would like to come and invest in South Africa. So obviously, they need the channels to come and do, you know. Open up businesses in South Africa mm-hmm. or maybe assist, um, um, 
non-profit organizations. Mm-hmm. Outside, for outside logistics, outside she leads SA, are you, are you involved with other projects and what are they if you are? Outside um, logistics, I do mentorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I give back to the community. So I mentor young girls mainly from the townships. Mm-hmm. So after church on a Sunday, I'll drive to a township and meet up with a group of girls mm-hmm. or maybe boys. You know, yeah, that's what I do. Oh, what what age? Uh, from any age, as mm-hmm. long as you are interested in starting up a business and you know what you want to do. I always, you know, every time I come across question like, but I don't know what I want to do. And I'll say, until you know what you want to do, I can't help you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You can't, uh, okay. You can't spoon feed, obviously. <laughs> uh, you can't, uh, give them the dreams or give them the drive. Uh, I appreciate that you actually having these conversations or letting in young girls. Mm. Into one of these industries that isn't the normal one that we sort of see and pick from the tree, like, oh yeah, I want to do that. Um, now, in terms of being in this field, being in logistics, being in this industry, as a female, obviously, that was always going to be difficult. Uh, you're walking into these boardrooms, talking to these people, and presenting to, you know, a, a group that doesn't necessarily represent you. Or reflect you, not represent, reflect you. Mm. Um, is it a, a power struggle? Do you find? Yeah, it is. You know, I always tell people logistics, it's not um, um, only that you will face challenges at a boardroom level. Even um, at the workplace, drivers are males. You yes. deal with males. Oh, across. wow. You would come back from a boardroom meeting, going, driving maybe to the mine to meet your drivers there. They will still give you a hard time. You are a woman. What do you know? You must know the drivers. They're not really diplomatic yeah. um, about how they would approach you with those things. They tell you, edit is one incident. If a truck maybe has broken down or something, you like, you know, did you check what it is? Or maybe you just try and say, just put on the ignition and tell me what it is. Hey, man, what do you know? Oh. You know, so it's really an industry that if you're a woman, you just have to... You know, be ready you for You have to be savvy. You have I to be tell you, it's just vicious. not, it's not easy. Mm. Yeah. But look, there are wonderful men out True. there. Yeah. I would not have been standing now if it wasn't for those men. There's just a few that really will give you a hard time, but there are those that would always come on board. You know. As she's talking, I'm, as uh, Nozuko is talking, I'm thinking of um, the lead in the queen. Yeah. Uh, Cause are tracking. Yeah. Obviously, different industry. They do other stuff. You know, it's more like TV stuff. If you mm. know the queen, the show. Yeah. Okay. No, Zuga's not doing that. No, she isn't. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> I'm thinking of that, and I'm also thinking of the the males that are around her, that are mm. that she's surrounded by, mm. and it sort of brings this idea that is there trust? Like, are you able to trust the people that you are working with in in terms of not thinking that, okay, maybe they might want to overthrow me or, you know, slow down the business somehow uh, or, you know, just not have the right sort of idea that would push your business forward. Uh, and I'm assuming, I mean, you're solo in this. Mm. Yes, I am. So you are the only family member in this thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. Uh, so what relationship does trust play? Look, for me, trust goes a long way. First of all, if I don't trust you, I don't work with you. So I just have to trust people around me, you know, because else it's never going to work. I always tell people that working with people, it's like marriage. You know, mm. we have to trust each other at that level. Mm. Else just don't do it. Hmm. One, uh, trust goes hand in hand with respect. Mm. Do you find that you've, you receive the respect that you deserve? Um, I do. It depends. It like depends. I said, tracking is very vast. You, you know, it depends. At, at, at driver's level, a trust, respect there mm. is not so much, you know, something that you will, you would experience every day. However, trust, yes, you would have that driver that you really, really trust. If he's telling you that I'm stuck in, uh, you know, in highway or this and that, you know, it is indeed the case mm-hmm. you know so trust at that level i mean respect at that level you you're not really gonna get it but you know to the boardrooms and the stuff you really get respected 
by the fact that you are a woman and you are in this it comes before trust because they they uh, <laughs> acknowledge what you do the fierce <laughs> amount of work that you put in uh, a few weeks ago we were talking to one of the uh, co-founders of Back to the City which is an event that happens uh, every year uh, on Freedom Day and one of the things that came up in that conversation was the struggle to get funding as a black business. So I want to know if the stigma of being a black business has ever been attached to what you do. Uh, has it hindered you in any way? Uh, is that even a real thing? Yeah, it is a real thing. It has hindered me in many ways. Yeah. I would have been far by now if it wasn't for that. Further, not did. far. You're already far. You're already <laughs> further. <laughs> you think I'm far? <laughs> okay. Are. All right. Are. I would have been further <laughs> yeah. by now. Okay. I take that. Uh, look, funding is, is always an, an issue in South Africa. It doesn't matter mm. in which sector you're operating in. It's, it's just a problem. You know, even in the trucking, you know, before... Black people got into the trucking business. This is what I heard. That banks used to really give people finance. Yeah. You just needed to have a contract and finance would be in place. But it is now no longer the case. But do you know why? Um, Give us the juice. <laughs> you were in there. You were banking there and then <laughs> giving out things. You, sh- you so. should have you should have an idea as to why. Puma Nenda Many reasons. Puma yeah. Nenda. <laughs> Many reasons. Um, you know, some of the people, not necessarily black, um, business failures, they come, I mean, to everyone. Some of the people really didn't manage the business as well. And I mean, you know, trucking is a very capital intensive business. Mm. So banks would have obviously lent so much money and they were unable to recover that back. So that that is one of the reasons they're not so much keen now to easily, you know, give out the money, give out the money to black businesses. Ah. Um, I'm not sure about, um, you know, my white colleagues, how mm. are they finding the financing when it comes to the banks? Other government agencies, um, I hope I'm not putting myself in serious trouble. <laughs> I would think the issue is people you deal with, you know, uh, they don't understand the nature of this business. Mm. Because when you are looking for funding, this is just my logic. Mm. You would approve me based on the story that I'm telling you. I'm I've got this contract to uh, to transport this juice from point A to point B. Five days a week, and I'm paid one rand per load. From that one rand, our, my expenses are six, 60 rands. 40 cents is my profit. Times that by. So now with them, they would look at, okay, your, your, your costs, you know, um, they would not understand that this is a volume business, you know. Mm. I could just be profiting maybe 40 cents, but times that by million, mm. you know. Mm. So they they penalize you based on, you know, so it's it's a struggle. When we sit around with those government agencies, we do raise these things, of course. They'll say they'll go look at you know, how they realign themselves. And, yeah, it's just a lack of understanding from the front office people. I feel like we're finally sitting in that boardroom. You know? <laughs> it's going down right now. <laughs> we should just broke it down. Yeah. Like, yeah. For selling this juice. Yeah. Transporting this juice from uh, point A to point B. And then you broke it down to that. I'm like, mm. ooh, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, like you're telling them about your losses. You know, like, okay, on this load, I'm going to lose two cents. That's nothing. Mm. But remember, I told you that I'm doing one million loads. So two cents times one million. Mm. It's a lot of money. Mm. Mm. So, what do you enjoy about what you do? I mean, you've got that business drive and that business acumen about you. So, obviously, that's already fun that you're in business. But about this specifically, uh, is it fun? It is fun, isn't it? It is fun. Yeah. <laughs> Else, I wouldn't be doing it now. Um, what I enjoy about it is one the independency. I like doing what I want to do. In my own time. Ooh, there goes the whip, That's boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two, the challenges that comes with it. It's either there's a tire burst somewhere, mm. or you know, loads being lost in between. You know, every day when if you have um, 
a truck on the on the road, you must know that there would be something, you know, coming up. So all the I've gotten used to it, such that it feels <laughs> so boring when there isn't anything <laughs> happening because I'm used to my phone ringing twenty times. <laughs> so it has just become, you know. Who I am. Yeah. So, yeah. Like blood flowing in your body. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, God, nothing happened today. Yeah. Damn so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Who would you attribute your success to, or what would you attribute your success to? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, that must be the thing that you look yeah. at it and like if it wasn't for this or it's if it wasn't things. for that That's person. What I'm thinking. <laughs> it's not really one thing. Um okay. First of all would be my mom, mm-hmm. obviously. Um and the other thing would be the people I work with. You look when you're dealing with the drivers, you know they would come to you with their problems. I don't want my children to become drivers. I want them to be this and that. So mm-hmm. those are the things, you know, you know, that they, they really, I look and like, you know, I have to continue to do this. They give me so much inspiration, mm. you know, to push forward. So it's many things. I'm that type of a person that life has taught me that I don't want to have one thing, you know, that I say, I can attribute this to, mm. you know, because what if tomorrow is, it's no longer there? You know, so I, it's many things. Mm. I try as much as I can in looking into many things, you know, and get my inspiration. There. Get your drive. Get your game on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this interview with uh, She Leads Africa, Africa, Africa. All right. Uh, one of the things you said uh, was talking about your son, obviously, as you would. I mean, you know, <laughs> twinkle of my eye. Darling of my heart and such. Uh, you, you said that he, he obviously has to get used to certain things. Like you not being there all the time. Mm, mm. You, you're going to miss those games. And you're going to miss those shows. And you won't always see the homework or the successes and the failures. So you won't always be there. And I feel kind of sorry for him. He's next in line. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Essentially. Right? <laughs> and he's also probably... Would you groom him to... Have we had those thoughts? Mothers think for us all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You fantasize about us in That's various places. That's part of the reasons yeah. we clash, you know. <laughs> Look, I've come to realize that I need to let him be who he wants to be. Um, I wouldn't really make him come join me in the business, though I would love to. But he's, it's a choice that we'll have to, he will have to make. Uh. That's hard as a mom, you know, because you, you, you sit there and you think, I would really like my, my child to be this, this, this and that. And they're like, nope, Mm-mm. I'm not about that life. And you yeah. just have to live with it. It, mm. it, 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 it must be really, really hard. Yeah. Because yeah, it is. You would think that, okay, I've, I've secured a future for him. I've done so much. The least they could do is to literally take over and, and run with the bait, you know? Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> About to get into trucking, <laughs> getting his hands dirty with trucks. That one, we, we really understand each other. The, his, his interests are really not something that is within my space. Mm. Mm. My son is into music and oh. whole arts, oh. basically. Mm. That's it, my son. And sometimes he'll be telling me, this is the artist. I don't know, you know, artist <laughs> of his age. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, the hairstyles and all of that. You know, he makes me feel like I'm already in my 60s. I don't mean someone who's in 60s is old. old. But, yeah. Uh, Who are some of the artists from your time? Yeah. You are just generally speaking. I want to understand what music you're listening to. What's the clash? Okay, I'll start with the R&B because that that used to make me tick. Tevin Campbell, oh, yes. Boys to Men, <laughs> All for One. Oh my God, you're taking me back to those oh, days. Mm. <laughs> okay, what when when you're not working? Okay, obviously you were. There's so much flexibility because mm. you you mm. your own your own boss. What 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 do you do for fun? Um, I go to the gym. Um, I like sports lately. Before that, I'll just you know chill, be at home. 
and either maybe read a book or a Bible, you mm-hmm. know. I try and make time for myself because I also go crazy, mm. you know. So I, I really relax. And when I mean it's a time for me to relax, I keep it that way. Do you read? Do you read? A, do you read books? Not so many business books. Business. <laughs> what are you currently reading? Um, by Richard Branson. What is it? But it's more about leadership. I read books about leadership, management, you know. So I could read five at the same time. Essentially, always bettering yourself yeah. and, and pursuing yeah. to become yeah. a, a better yeah. manager, a better yeah. boss, yeah. and hopefully create new ideas yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Uh, what, does your son call you Mama or by no. your name? Uh, unfortunately, I'm one of those Mama babies on Gosis. Oh, right. Because I was young when I had him. Yeah. And I mean, my mom raised him. You know, so because I was still at school and all of that, I ask because black parents don't allow us to call them by their names, and it's such a strange thing for me. As I've grown up, I'm just like, why? Yeah. Why should mm. I call you something other than what you were named? Mm. Strange for me, but very okay. strange. Should be yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Uh we've got what is called fast five. So I'm gonna ask you five questions, and you just need to ask, answer them as quickly as you can. My goodness! Because we're literally running out of time. <laughs> so first question is: if you, um, if you could have a, an endless su- supply of any food, what would you get? Mm. <laughs> I love food. What would I get? <laughs> Anything <was> eatable? <laughs> wow! If you're an animal, what would you be, and why? Lion. Hmm. Okay, I I don't think in, you need to elaborate on yeah. that. Like it's pretty obvious. obvious. Mm. What is one goal you'd like to accomplish during your lifetime? Um, my business becoming an international brand. Mm-hmm. When you were little, what was your super, who was your favorite superhero? Ooh, it was my uncle. Ne? Mm, who passed on? Um, what is your favorite thing to do in summer? Hmm. Uh, sitting in a swimming pool because I can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> can we not go? Can we not talk about the water thing and swimming? It's just, yeah, can we not? <laughs> I feel like you lost that one. Like, like, no, it's okay. Your brother not get into it. <laughs> Uh, it's been good, easy vibes. Uh, thank you to Samar Davis and thank you finally to Nozuko Myers. Uh, you are a brilliant being. Uh, such fun vibes, Londiwe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, show my jersey next week. Look after yeah, that. that. Should be yeah, fun. Yeah. Should be good times. Yeah. Cliffcentral.com.